What are you looking at? Yeah, quick tangent. Um, a Twitter account specifically dedicated to Spider Man Turn Off the Dark <laughs> just liked just liked my tweet Spider Man Turn Off the Dark actor fucked Lana Del Rey and then replied Reeve is a man of many talents. <laughs> that that's funny. <laughs> I have nothing to insult that person with. Reeve is a man of many talents. God, I, I'm dying to figure out which Lana Del Rey songs are about him. Um, anyway, what were you saying? Young and beautiful. Before you start this podcast, I'm going to need you to pause for five to ten seconds and listen to Angel with a Shotgun. Okay. Very relevant this week. Very relevant this week. Not quite as relevant as it was. With Destiel. But this is in the tradition of Destiel. I mean, no one's, like, requested us to do anything because, like, we're not... People have requested clans. <sighs> we're not going to do clans. We're not doing clans. It's not queer baiting. It's not going to happen. It's, like, it. Like I'm sorry you guys thought it was going to happen, but clans didn't happen. Stop trying to make clants happen. It's not, not gonna, gonna happen. happen. But if we were requested things, I feel like everyone was like, okay, they're gonna do it anyway. Because this is probably the hot topic in queer baiting right now. Besides the goldfinch. <laughs> <laughs> Missed heart. I haven't watched any of the trailers. I have. I. <laughs> they kept the kiss. I don't know if they keep the year of gay sex. This is the other hot topic in queer baiting right now, besides um, besides Did we the goldfinch. Oh no, we didn't. Anyway, I'm Mosh. I'm Zoe. You know what this is. Welcome to bait. You know who we are. We're <laughs> at bait again. We're baiting you. But we're talking about. We should queer bait them with us. I don't think it'd work. Because you and Holly. Yeah. Yeah. The queer bait's already there with me. I was like, you know, today... You are in a queer bait, and I'm in a queer bait with Sophie. In the group chat when I'm like, can real people queer bait? After, immediately after I said that, I'm like, oh, right. Me and Holly. You actively do it. This week, we're talking about Good Omens. Finally. I think we both watched. Yeah. And enjoyed. Yeah, like I'll say, it, it was it was fun. Good Omens is something that, like, I was forced to watch by my friends, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun show. But prior to that and after that... I won't interact with it on no. any level outside of... I didn't even tweet about the fact that I watched it. Yeah. I... Did no. I think I made, like, one tweet on this, like, I can't believe Brian and Ed made me watch this, and, you know, it was kind of fun. But that's it. It's something that I made fun of mercilessly before I watched it, and continue to make fun of, because it really feels like the second coming of Super Hulak. Like, I, have, yeah. I haven't seen people thirst over ugly white British dudes like this since, so the, since the heyday of Super Hulak. Like, it's, it's truly insane. It's like a condensed version of those, of those long-ass Tumblr posts. It's You're like, like you say British men aren't beautiful. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. And it's like a few aggressively uglier photos. <laughs> but it really feels like I've entered a parallel universe and we're back in 2012 from the shit that I have seen. The thing with this ship is that, like, I have a bunch of friends, both on the internet and IRL, who who read Good Omens, the book, the Terry Pratchett No Gaiman novel, and were like, yes, Aziraphale and Crowley are gay. And they were like, that's great. And I was like, sounds like a good book. Sounds like a thing I would enjoy. 
not really have the stamina to read it, but, like... <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, and they were like, it's fun, and it's cute, and it's a good book, and it's, you know, Neil Gaiman didn't, and Peter pra- Terry Pratchett didn't mean to make it gay, but it was... And then there's going to be a miniseries, and people were like, sucks that they're both white. And I was like, I've not read this book, but, like, I agree with you. And I just, I wasn't prepared for what was going to happen. Yeah, I don't think any of us saw this coming. Speak of the book, prefacing this with, like, when we're like, yeah, this is the hot new ship. This is, like, it's, like, queer baiting in the new, in this new era. The likes of which we haven't seen before. I, I am referring to the miniseries, yeah. not the book, because most people are primarily interacting with the miniseries. Also, the book the book is, is accidentally gay. Yeah. Uh, the characters are fully based on Pratchett and Gaiman. Innocently so. Yeah. The miniseries is deliberate. Oh, yeah. The miniseries is not even spiteful. They gi- Here's the thing. They give you what you want. Yeah. Do you want them to kiss? They give you like, what you it's, want. It's exactly the level that I'm like, me personally, I'm like, this is, this is right. This is the right level. I wouldn't be mad if they kissed. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm content with this. I'm very content with they what we got. They up together. Yeah. I'm like, it was very sweet. That's my take. I'm like, I thought it was really sweet. I thought it was a whimsical. I loved the kids. Uh-huh. The, it was whimsical. This is like fun. my favorite, my favorite like aesthetic tone yeah. of, of media. tone that like Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah. Paddington. Yeah. To a lesser degree, Umbrella Academy is in that tone. Of course, Umbrella Academy is much worse <laughs> than the three pieces of media I just mentioned, even though I have problems with the Series of Unfortunate Events miniseries, but that's... Welcome to Night Vale, also in that vein. I should maybe listen. Oh, it's so fun. I, I, Perfect I was media. thinking about Perfect it this morning because I saw Joseph Fink on Twitter and I was like, maybe I should. Yeah, you should. But yeah, it's like my favorite kind of aesthetic tone of any type like of thing. It's like a world where like things are a little bit mixed period mm-hmm. and everything is, everyone's a little bit of a caricature and like there's a lot of heart but like also sometimes violence happens with no consequences yeah and... everything's like a little bit detached but in kind of a fun way yeah like not in a not in a cynical way no it's like the opposite of that yeah it's just so fun it's and i love and it fun it's great and like a lot of it is not even about them yeah like a lot of it really about like i i realized Anathema watching this yeah, I realized watching this, I'm like, they do nothing to influence the plot at all. No, they don't need to be there. <laughs> I, like, they are the framing device for the show. They are, like, the biggest part of it. And they're yet, the like, selling point, the advertising point, the poster. But they do nothing in it. No. Like, like they're always they're always there, and they're always doing stuff, but nothing that affects the plot. Someone's like, they misplaced the Antichrist. I'm like, no, the nuns misplaced the Antichrist. Yeah. They had no part in that. But... But yeah, no. Oh, Crowley deliver Crowley delivers the Antichrist. Right, right, right. That is the most. That's the most anyone does ever impact the plot. Adam does all. Of- There's like that one insanely sweet moment mm-hmm. when they're with Adam, and they're like, "We're right here beside you, whatever it is you're able to do." And I was like, "Aww, I loved Adam." Yeah, he was. I love. I him. love the kids. The, the them. They're adorable. They're so cute. I just, I, I thought the show was really fun. I thought it was really I thought it was really fun. fun. I thought it was really good and fun. I would be like, what a great show. Also, um, 
PSA for everyone listening to it. Do not engage with us about this. Do not. Don't at me. I know we're talking about, we're having glowing reviews about how, like, cute and fun we thought it was. Do not speak to us about it ever. Don't come on Twitter and be like, what did you think of good? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) As far as you're concerned, I never watched it. I don't know how to pronounce their names. Like, Zoe, like, friends who had read the book. Weird finally seeing how their names were pronounced. It's Crowley, not Crowley. Aziraphale? That one I was getting so wrong for years. What were you saying? Az- like Azraphale or yeah. something? Yeah, it's Aziraphale and Crowley. I had no goddamn clue. Um, John Hamm is there. Yeah. He's funny. I love John Hamm. He was funny. He should be in every piece of media. But yeah, another main selling point. This was, as, and there's been so much... So much drama, so much discourse, so much debate about whether or not Good Omens was queerbaiting. People are, like, very, very up in arms about both things. And I'll say it was. It and is. you know what? Who cares? And I'm here to say it's queerbaiting and you should be goddamn happy about it. We just did the Bond episode, a franchise with no queerbaiting, which is mind-numbingly boring. This was, like... They deliver that queer They give you what you want. It, I guess even though the, the summary of Good Omens is it's a show about the apocalypse and angels and demons, and it's it's about a lot of other shit, actually. Mm. But it's, it's, it's honestly mostly about this boy Adam, the Antichrist, and, like, his part in the apocalypse. Yeah, and then this witch anathema. And the witch anathema, and the witch hunter. Yeah. And then all that. And, yeah. But they're... The but frame like, is these two angels, this angel named Aziraphale and this demon named Crowley. Have been best friends for, like, what was all, it? All 6,000 years? Yeah, since the beginning of the universe. And, but they're, like, supposed to be enemies. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, in love. Which is such a good setup. Already it's great. I'm like, that's fun. Like, a well-executed enemies to friends to lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because cause they, cause they do the grudging respect. They do. That's how it... That's, it only ever works if you put grudging respect in there. Yeah. And also because, like like I mentioned last time we were talking about enemies to friends to lovers, and, like, mostly I was talking about this with friends to lovers, is, like, there's enough going on in the, like... The world. In the world and the plot that's yeah. trying to keep them apart that they don't need something, like, internal in their relationship yeah. keeping them like, apart. Like, they're so star-crossed. Like, every, re- every good relationship, every good fictional relationship needs obstacles. It's boring if they if there's nothing in the way. It's boring if it's just a ship where it's just like, oh, these two are friends and they like each other. This is why, like, Ben and Leslie and Parks and Rec ended up getting, like, the droves of fans that it ended up getting. Mm-hmm. Because, did you ever watch that? Parks and Rec? You watched Parks and Rec. Yeah! You made course. a face like you didn't know what I was talking no, about. No, 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 no. Like, you watched God, I've watched Parks and Rec. Yeah. So, like, because they create the whole, like, yeah. forbidden relationship mm-hmm. and, like, create the drama, it ended up being a really good shit. If they yeah. hadn't had that... Like, who'd have cared? Yeah, I would have been like, I guess they're a nice couple. Yeah. But, like, the angst of, like, Ben had to break up with Leslie for her political career. I know. It's just, like, there was so much. There was so much. But, yeah, no, all relationships... Should have drama. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> you should be a little toxic sometimes. You should be a little toxic sometimes. Britney Spears was right. Tasting your lips, I'm on a ride. A traditional Earth ballad. A traditional Earth ballad. Yeah, that's like mostly it. What matters is there's an apocalypse and 
uh, and Crowley and Aziraphale are both trying to stop it, are both trying to sabotage this the apocalypse. apocalypse. They don't want it to happen. Yeah. And then it works. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for Good Omens. And, yeah, they, like, end up together. That's the whole show. They don't influence the plot, nothing happens. Um, it's... It's it, just... it ends with them dining at the Ritz together. It's it's fun. It's good queer bait, it's... and I'm mad about it. I'm mad about how good it is. Oh, I made fun of it for so long. But you watch it, and it gets you and so easy. And it gets easy. you. Oh, my God. It, like... I think it was it was the end of episode. Hmm. Because at the beginning, I'm like, they're just friends. I don't care. Yeah. Then, I was I was staunchly against it at the beginning. When he saves his books, you're already like. I think it was. Oh my god! It was when he was offering him the ride home, and he's like, "You you you're always a little too fast for me, Crowley." That you're was in the a car first... with a beautiful boy, and he won't say that he loves you, but he loves you. That was the first moment that I'm like. All right. And so, like, by the time, by the time it gets to, like, the... Oh, when he thinks he's dead? Oh, my God. No, no, no. Not when even. When he asks him to run away with him. When he asks him to run away Which with him. Which is the best trope And when they literature. fight and when a zero fail is just, like, it's... You're so stupid. You're so... You're so clever. How can you be so clever but such an idiot? And then also, like, the... When a zero fail is just, like, there's no us. You're a demon yeah, and I'm, I'm an, an angel. angel. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, oh my god, he's oh. a demon and he's, he's an, an angel. angel. It could never happen. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then, oh my god, the bookstore. There was an in- in- insanely embarrassing tweet about someone comparing that scene where Aziraphale's bookstore burns down and Crowley is, like, running around screaming, looking for him. It's very dramatic. Yeah. It's very, very dramatic. And, He's oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. The detail. I was, like, I was reading, I was reading Meta um, about this earlier. And, like, the details of, like, the soundtrack going from You're My Best Friend to Somebody to Love in that moment. They Are you shitting me? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Shitting me. Somebody. I'm like, oh my god. But anyway, really embarrassing Tumblr post comparing that moment and like... It was a tweet. It was a tweet. Tweeter. Tweeter. Twitter. It's more embarrassing that's a tweet because you can accept that right. crap on Tumblr. Right. On Twitter. It's um, like humiliating. And the scene from Sherlock where John was trapped in the bonfire. Yeah. And Sherlock is like They're screaming like, for John. Really brings out your priorities. And you know what? <laughs> They're right. right. And they were I'm like, right. Like, yes, I yes, I dragged them on Twitter. Yes, I quote tweeted this, and I'm just like, you guys are so embarrassing. This is Super Hulak 2.0, and none of you know how to act. But like, but like they're, they're right. They're right. They're right. There's an entire thing when he's like, we can just run off together. Office and Tori, you and me. And I'm like, wow, so that happened in uh, Brideshead, it happened in an Isherwood novel I just read, it happens in every piece of gay media worth its balls, like... It's the central conceit of Doctor Who. I can't think about Doctor Who. It's the initial, it's the inciting incident of of the Doctor and Rose. God, it also travels in time. Did I mention it also travels in time? Did I mention it also travels in time? God, I had to stop thinking about Doctor Who because they'd be like, how long are you going to stay with me? Forever. Forever. And I was just like, ah! Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate, icon. Um, But, yeah. I mean, they are very that. There's so many scenes of them, like, standing together, staring at things, being like, I guess you've just been my friend. 
it's 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 good it's, it's good. like tasty, tasty. like i remember seeing a bunch of posts and tweets about like the six thousand years of pining and i was always like whatever i lost mutual i got soft blocked on twitter multiple times by people i was like had been following forever because i kept trashing good omens too much and i'm like that is so fair I, that is very fair of you but like but like, damn! There is the six thousand years of pining. Do you do you think that they pined or that they were just together the whole time? I think there was a significant amount of pining. I think they they've been together for a long time, but I think it took a lot of pining to get there. I agree. I mean, they've been together for an eternity, so like they have plenty of time to get through pining. But like, they do it so do well you, with that do you think that episode when the show starts. When the show starts, yes. Okay, I agree. Um. More like on and off. On and off throughout history. Yeah. I feel like like there's... Because when he says there is no us, like, implies that, like, they're not, like, like, a hundred percent, like, they're not married. Yeah. By the end, though. By the end, though, yes. They're... Yeah. They saunter off into the sunset together. But, like, that, I think it was part of an episode or, like, even a full episode that was just... Oh, just... Yeah, it's half just, an episode. Oh, uh, the half an episode like, that was just following them throughout he, like, history. Nazis in the French Revolution. Yeah. Aww. When he takes him to... She's Shakespeare. And Aziraphale's like, actually, he's really good. <laughs> she's really good. She's really good. <laughs> like, they're... Like, just within that half an episode, they do the, the enemies to grudging respect like, to friends to love her so well. Oh, to be an angel in love with a demon. Oh, to be an... Actually, oh, to, Crowley's the former relationship yeah, character. No. <laughs> oh, to be a demon in love with an oh, angel. Oh, to be a demon in love with an angel. Crowley's got, like, a, like a magical car. It's more fun. Crowley's great character he's so fun he's like all i did was question i'm like oh he sauntered vaguely downwards what a <laughs> line he yells at his house plants that was my favorite little <laughs> detail like, just just shop his- <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm killing you <laughs> <laughs> that was and his zero fell has a bookstore Ah! It makes you crazy. It makes me crazy. He saved the books from the Nazis. Wasn't there also... Oh, my God. Wasn't there also a thing... Like, just a brief line. Just a little brief mention about Aziraphale's discreet gentleman's club. Yes, they do. They say he learned to to dance in a discreet gentleman's club. So it's deliberate... They also call Aziraphale a pansy. Yeah. This is deliberate, heavy-handed queerbaiting. He calls him Angel. Oh my so god, that's my favorite a, part. Like, come along, Angel. And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> It's like, it makes me crazy! Yeah, because uh, Aziraphale does not say, come along, demon. No! It's just like... It's just good. It's good, it's tasty. It's tasty. They switch bodies to save each other at the end. There's even... Yeah, there's even the fun, the fun, tropey moment of like... Of, like, Crowley pinning him against the wall. And yeah. I'm like, yes! Yes! And for all that has been said, I never want to think about them having sex. Never. See, we've had glowing reviews about this so far. I've really enjoyed talking about this. But the reason why I won't engage with it anywhere is because people made it 
too weird. You guys made the fandom weird. You guys made it weird. Why? I, Why do you make a good thing weird? Why do you guys have to do that? It's not fair. It's just like a good ship. Why aren't you? Why? Why must you guys make things weird? Why are you guys crazy? Why are you like sexy fan art? I don't want to see sensual fan art of Michael Sheen. I'm sorry, I don't. I really don't. What did you say about him earlier? You I said that he really looked like a poodle. <laughs> I said that I, I've had enough of seeing people try to act like the guy from Good Omens who looks like a poodle act like he's sexy. He's not. He's not. David Tennant may be slutty, but he's not sexy. He's, he may have... sexy as youth. Yes. He had his sexy days. Days are Those past. days are gone. Also, the wigs in this show, so bad. Oh, my God. So bad. Like, David Tennant can look presentable. Yeah. That hair... Those eyes. Oh, God, it looks the so that bad. I feel like Good Omen stands talk about, like, the sexy aspects of his character are the worst aspects. They really of his are. They're, like, gross old men. And like, that's the thing. I'm like, I love that. I, I, I really like their relationship in the way that I'm just, like, you know. As if, like, they're people, and I'm like, oh, I think that's that's sweet, your story yeah. of getting together. Like, I don't want to see you fuck, thank you. It's like, it's like, like, zero fails your professor. Yeah, and yeah. He's like, he's like, this is my husband, and you're, like, so nice And you're like, you. that's so nice. And, and then, yeah, like, in, in store, in, like, class, someone's like, oh, how'd you meet your husband? And he tells the story of, like, oh, we probably have been, you know, pining. We were meant to be enemies, but, like, right. pining for, like, 6,000 years. And we're like, that's so sweet. I don't want to see you fuck <laughs> i don't want to ever think and, i'm sure you have a great sex life you but seem like you do that is your business <laughs> keep me out of it and, keep me and far that's away. a boundary that they some both, of you don't have <laughs> yes they've both done drag and you know what sure <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the end of that sentence it kills me that they you mentioned this they could look like anything <laughs> They could look I like anything. Like, I don't know if they... Do they switch vessels or is that they fully can look like anything? Oh, I don't know. I, I'm i going to say they can look like anything. There's some com- There's a comment that like Gabriel makes that implies they can look like anything. Yeah. When he's like, why do you let yourself be fat? <laughs> you don't have to be. <laughs> The background, the background, this like supporting angels and demons were also very fun. (laughs) They were so fun. It was just, it was very fun. John Hammond was just a baron who was a bitch. (laughs) He was just like, yeah, you're an idiot and I don't like you. And I was like, John Hamm! Emmy, Emmy Emmy nomination! Emmy for John Hamm. I love John Hamm. I haven't seen him in much. I just love his energy. (laughs) It's very fun energy. (laughs) He should be a Bond villain. Yeah, he should be a Bond villain. That'd be fun. God. Like a, a delightfully unhinged one. Yeah. I really delightfully do. unhinged is how it described John Hamm's energy. Always. But yeah, no, the fandom stuff. makes it weird. They the make fandom it makes weird. it so weird. You I'm guys are making go this super... into the Good Omens tag, like, right now, and I'm probably going to be horrified. It's just, it, it takes so little for you to engage with media in a normal way. It's not hard. You guys could. I just... I just don't think you guys should make sensual fan art of this. And I also don't think anyone should be... It's very bold of people to draw them sexy when they're not. I think it's a really interesting artistic choice. But I don't understand... What is this? God, that's not... Who are these You're drawing dreary. That's what you're doing. So you like... So so you ship dreary? So you guys ship dreary? I guess you ship dreary. Okay. Young Michael Sheen is very twinky. He was in Wild. 
The film Wild. <laughs> oh God, of course he was. He plays the guy who takes Wild's virginity in Wild. Oh my God. It's a very fun scene. But then everybody was thirsting for him in that movie, and I'm like, have you seen Jude Law? <laughs> You're acting like they don't all use that gif, Zoe. This kid was fun. Oh, yeah, I loved him. Oh, my God, favorite favorite Warlock. character, actually, was the kid who was named Warlock. Was the and kid Owen whose parents... Oh, yes. Whose parents fully named him Warlock. Whose parents, like, went to this creepy... Went to this haunted-ass church by these creepy nuns, and they're, like, in the middle of, like, a storm, and we're like, name your baby Warlock. And, like, and she's like, like, sounds this. good. God... I, a lot of this is, what we're looking at right now is, like, a lot of... It looks, this looks exactly like, fuck, any of the the Super Who Luck ships. Any single one of them. This is a quote, excuse me, sir, this is a quote from Angels in America. No, 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 no. No, it's not. It is. No. But it's a quote from Angels in America, which there's enough levels to that already. We don't even need to start. It's a Harper quote. Oh, no! Joe. No! my God, in the, what? In the whole entire world, you are the only person, the only person I love or have ever loved, and I love you terribly, terribly. I'm that sorry! That's so awfully, irreducibly real. I can't make up anything, but I, I can make up anything, but I can't dream that away. Learn- That's one of my favorite quotes from that play. It's about her husband who doesn't love her because he's gay. Learn context. Please learn context. Please Actually, understand the queer, the context. Your bot uh, tweeted, like, something he said to her, when he's like, um... Like, you're the only person who has ever loved me. Like, I can't lose you or whatever he says. And he's like, and she's like, no, you're abusive and gay. Get out of my life. Because it's true. Yeah. They're like, they're like our good. Like, if you're going to compare them to. A- <laughs> no, don't, Zoe. I'm-, <laughs> I'm sure they already have. Don't go down that wormhole. I'm sure there's enough pictures of them sitting on a bench. Yeah. But anyway. That was such a good form of comedy before it became bad. <laughs> Such a good form of comedy was, like, two men sitting beside each other interlaid with the Angels in America quotes, and then it got weird. Because people were like, what if we were crazy? <laughs> it was really at its peak when you got that Riverdale shirt. <laughs> I wear it to work, and the kids are like, that's not really. They were arguing with each that's other so about funny. whether it was Cole Sprouse or not. And I was like, it is Cole Sprouse. It is. This is real. It's like, it really, really looking at the at the Good Omens ineffable husbands i guess which is the ship name tag is like a portal back into 2013 however it's also so weird because this ship is so 2019 like not the ship itself but like in in the way that it is because like it doesn't if this was 20 2013 like you know it would have like a like a mushed together ship name that would have get caught on it would have been easier to find like you know Shitty. Yeah, we found out the ship name today. Yeah, it would have been easier to find shitty edits instead of these like disturbingly well-made ones that are usually instrumentals. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? The lyrics are the important part. It's like instrumentals also, with the quotes use, overlaid. I just want to say, if you use a cover of a Taylor Swift song, you're a coward. You're a coward, and you hate women. And then, like, I was looking, I was looking because I was trying to find an angel with a shotgun edit for this, which yes, it exists, of course. But it took me a while, and first I found a TikTok compilation. It's so weird. It's so weird. It feels like such now. unfamiliar territory. I haven't gotten, I haven't really interacted or seen new, like, the the new response to queerbait. Because the only, like, new things getting queerbaited by, like, I think the most recent would be, like, Finpo. Finpo is sure a thing that 
that is happening. Man, I miss Finbo. Oh, I miss when after 2015 when we were like, this is really gonna happen. We popping the biggest God, we popping the biggest bottles when Finbus becomes canon in episode nine. For my Finpo bottles are in the basement gathering dust. I don't have the heart. I don't have the heart to bring them out for this last movie. But yeah, no, it's just like this is weird. It is doing the classic thing when the actors are like, oh yeah, the actors like think they're fucking. Oh yeah, Neil Gaiman. I feel like is he a homophobic? He's married he's, to he's, Amanda Palmer. He's not like a homophobe, but it's weird for him in the fact that he like you know he wrote his self insert into this. Um, <laughs> I can understand like why he doesn't want to. Yeah, him. and I'm like, yeah, no, that's normal. If if I wrote if I wrote something with my self insert and, and like. <laughs> If people are actually, you'd totally admit it was gay for you and all. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. I would sell out for the queer bait clout. I would. Um, but you if you seem to have a more profound bond, you have a more. I, I no. If it was me and Holly, if me and Holly were fictional characters, and I was like the showrunner or actor, I would do that thing where it's just like, well, maybe, but I don't know if I would classify it as romantic. They have a very intense relationship. What was I gonna say? But yeah, no. Yeah. Like there was a lot of beef with like Neil. People were like, Neil Gaiman is a homophobe. a homophobe, and I'm like, he's not. He's just, like, not saying that they're gay, which is, like, fine, because he wrote the book, so, like, he, he can do whatever. He can do what he wants. It's not homophobic for him to not say the ugly white men are gay. Yeah, but then he also did the thing where he's just like, actually, you know, they they're are an gay. angel and demon, so they don't have have, like, gender, gender or, or sexuality. sexuality. And I'm just, like, that's no, also annoying, because I'm, I'm, like, like don't you... Unleash I'm don't like, unleash that. Don't unleash that. I'm, like, don't open internet. that box. Don't open that box, because then you get, like... I'm, like, it's fine if you're, like, this isn't an explicitly romantic relationship. It's fine if you interpret it like that, which is how he's usually been going about it. But then as soon as he's just, like, they don't have a gender or sexuality, I'm, like, you're opening a can of worms. <laughs> like, you don't even know what you're it's doing. It's a can of worms. Yeah. Because now now you're, like, you put that out there. You put that out there, and now you have to live with the fact that you said that, and you won't show it. You said that, and you won't actually give it any thought beyond that. It's your can of worms, and you have to eat it. People are weird. I'm s- so many people I follow on Tumblr revealed themselves as- yeah. so quickly. So quickly. It's so disturbing. I bet there's a flea bag at you. I'm actually... Wow, certain. that's 2019 in a nutshell, isn't it, huh? I'm almost certain. Oh, tell me there is not a fan fiction yeah, there, or an editor oh. where Aziraphale is a priest oh, and there is, is there. like a stupid slutty woman. <laughs> Good uh, for him. Yeah, I'm going to call Fleabag a slut. That's what she is. And it's okay. And it's fine. <laughs> she calls herself a slut in canon in the show. I will hate crime Fleabag because I love her. It's fine. <laughs> Especially if you are a woman. Yeah. It's very it's very woke of us to slut shame. Very woke. But oh, yeah, it's just endless, endless thought think thought piece think pieces. Endless think pieces. The niche is really having a heyday with this shit. The niche's silence on Aziraphale and Crowley is deafening. They're not silent. Oh. Are they not? Oh no, they are not. 
Then you should I thought laugh. they were mostly occupied with the goldfinch. These man-shaped beings are gay, and there's nothing Neil, Go- Neil Gaiman Oh, right. Do they t- they Gaiman. took their anti-Neil Gaiman stance. It, it, yeah, it feels like you're either pro or anti-Neil Gaiman. I feel like that's really the deciding factor in in this Good Omens. Today's, today's hot-off-the-presses breaking news that you will receive in two weeks' time. Um, today's hot discourse is... You, you, you know the quote. You know, it's rotten work not to me, not if it's you. The best quote on the internet. It's really the best quote in the world. Um, I brought it up in therapy yesterday. That's, that's very woke of you. Thank you. Um, yeah, apparently it's canceled. Apparently, yeah, Ann Carson, canceled. Ann Carson, Sophocles, or whoever wrote, or I forget who wrote the, maybe it's Euripides wrote I think, yeah, it's Euripides. Canceled. Ann Carson canceled. Euripides canceled. canceled. The Greeks canceled. canceled. Because they're a seasoned Pilates, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Our cousin. First of all, like that's what you're canceling them for. They kill people. And I'm like, Orestes kills his mom. That's the plot. And like saying this for the second time this episode. Learn context. This time historical. Both of those characters marry their cousins. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's cancel them all you want. It's a beautiful work of literature. Get a life. Try to find some. Try, try to find something to replace not to me, not if it's you. Go on. Try. Nothing, like, as much as you love Richard Silken, nothing in his arsenal compares. There's nothing. You can't compare anything to that. It's all anyone looks for on this earth that type of a dynamic. Speaking of that dynamic, would we say they fit it? Yes. Yeah. I think actually even the bad ones, every single ship we've talked about in this podcast fits that. That's if even in, in the hypothetical universe where they work. Yes. Every single ship in this podcast yeah. fits that dynamic. Merther Absolutely. Destiel? Like we discussed with Merther. Sorry, we're going back to Merther. It's just the most fun to talk about. You guys have to deal with it. Merther's endless content, and we've consumed all of it. (laughs) Like we discussed with Merther, the only reason why it's not not to me, not if it's you, is because because Arthur will never admit that it's rotten work. Not until the very end. Like, he will take care of Merlin. Yeah. He takes care of him. Yeah. But he would never admit that taking care of him is anything besides something Merlin just has to do. <laughs> but, like, that fits it. Destiel, of course, fits oh, it. Oh, God, it fits they it. They so much time caring for each other. John Locke totally fits it. Mm-hmm. I assume Narasasu fits oh, it. Oh, it fits it. And, like... God, it fits it! Anyway, sorry. Unfortunately, Double Q does fit it. In a it hypothetical takes, It thing. takes a lot of mental gymnastics, but if it were to work at all, it would have to fit it. It would have to be in that way. I mean, the, um, the cutscene. The cutscene, yeah. The cutscene is tasty. And yeah. It has that energy, and yes, this fits it. And it's because any, it's the perfect dynamic. It's the perfect dynamic. It's and, the perfect dynamic, and, and, and like, queer this... Queerbaits rely on... A good queerbait relies on an excellent ship dynamic. Yeah. And that's just the best of the best. And Carson canceled for incest and queerbaiting. My absolute favorite thing about Anne Carson is, like, how she... If she was a little more popular, she could so be easily construed as queerbaiting. Oh, God. Like, I was re-looking up the Bacchae a few days ago. Oh, my God. In which the opening description for the 
first uh, the Dionites also cousins by the way yeah these characters first cousins um is Pentheus is like um there's this guy about town like swoony yes swoony long hair swoony bedroom eyes cheeks like wine and then he's like I want to kill him and like that's the whole play and it's really fun you should all read it it's really yeah you, you, are you? Me. Wh- no, I'm the, I'm the one who's like swoony, bedroom eyes. I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> and you know who it was written for? Ben Wishaw. Oh my god, he's, right. He's Dionysus. Right. It all comes and back to Ben Wishaw. It always comes back to him. With me, with me, baby. <laughs> it always does. And Carson's more obsessed with him than I am. She's written him multiple roles that he shouldn't be playing. <laughs> I love that description. I would write a good omens fic just so that Curly could describe Aziraphale that way. Yeah. Oh, right. I think we forgot to do this segment last episode, but um, as a real life, as as real people. We definitely did oh. this last episode. That was like the whole of what last episode was. Oh, right, 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 right. we were like, it's absurd. It's absurd. As real life, as real people. Yeah. Like, what would they be? What would they be like? great they'd be, yeah they'd be great they'd be so fun they'd be like a nice they're like your they're like your favorite uncle yeah i like know this couple yeah <laughs> like well yeah they're like a very nice gay couple mm-hmm. curly yeah aziraphale owns a bookstore <sighs> i can't like that's really that's really the biggest the biggest piece of queer bait of all of them. What is job? Is he in finance? What does he do? <laughs> Probably. I oh god, I love that that Crowley's, you know, demonic activities is just like I caused a traffic jam. I knocked down some phone lines. <laughs> I mean evil though. So evil, but so funny. So 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 funny. And all the other demons are unimpressed, but like yeah. But you know what? Yeah, no, that's that's atrocious. No, it's like you meet your English professor or, like, the guy who runs the bookstore, and he's like, this is my husband, and he's, like, insane and unhinged. <laughs> and you're like, how did this happen? But they're, like, so in love. Ugh. And it's like, back in our young... Yeah, he was totally, like, a prep, and, yeah, you were a bit of a wild child back then, but, like... It's good. This just, is this is good. It's good. I'm so angry. It's so good. Uh, I'm not gonna read fan fiction for it. Though. I won't. I refuse. I won't because I won't engage with it. I might read the book. I might read the book. This as, well. as far as I might go because I went to the Strand today and I got books, but I didn't get good omens. When I was at the Strand the other day, I looked, but I didn't see it there. I almost got. And there were like, like 500 holds 50, on it at the library. Fifty dollars worth of books at the Strand, but I ended up doing about. Le- much less than that because I was like you can't but I got um Room with a View Tin Man which is the most gorgeous cover of a book I've ever seen in my life and um Epsilon Two Boys which Kevin reads on Rebecca. ugh Kevin Keller Kevin Keller king of my heart Kevin Keller deserves this is so not anything related to this but like Kevin Keller but, deserves love. But don't you love when we just go off on tangents, dear listeners? Dear, dear listeners. I think it's fun of I us. I think it's very sexy. And you guys can always, you know, like, turn this off. We're not forcing you to listen. Yeah, no one's making you. Should we look at our reviews? We have a... Let's look at our reviews. You don't get a lot of reviews, but this is to say totally review us. We love it. They're so Yes, funny. it makes us feel so official. To sound like a fanfic writer from 2012, we love reviews. To sound like... This says, chef's... This is from Bun Bun Rocks. And it says, chef's kiss, five stars. 
Queerbaiting is truly the most delicious of all gay media. Thank you, Maj and Zoe, for shining a light on the best form of representation out there. This one's from Lay. Hi, Lay. The Dusty All Up really got me. I'm an angel with a shotgun, fighting till the worst one. I don't care if heaven don't take me back. This is from MingHaoB69. I downloaded this app. I seem slowly, and it's cut off for this podcast. Which, like, what are you doing? There are better podcasts out there. <laughs> Listen to some podcasts. They're fun. Podcasts are good. Podcasts are good. Very cool. This one's not. This is a bad podcast. We're recording this in Zoe's basement on my blue snowball mic. Very cool. Can't wait for the Voltron episode and convulsing myself. We're out. not doing a Voltron episode. Anyone who's multiple people have asked me about it on Twitter. It's not, not happening. Voltron is not queer bait. You stop trying to make Voltron happen. It's never gonna happen. Like, it's not. Sh- it's okay. Not queer bait. Because I fully believe it's going to happen. But, like, I thought, you know, people were comparing Voltron to, like, Clance to Catradora. And I'm like, you can't. You can't. Because there's substance with Catradora. And because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. This is how I talk about Villainy. But I also think... Villainy... Yeah, no. Villainy is, like, 100% going to happen. That's also how genuinely what I think is going to happen with She-Ra. The whole thing is their relationship. Yeah. And and to go off on a tangent about She-Ra, because that's what I was recently queerbaited by. Yeah. um, So it ties in. It's, like, people are talking about, like, Scorpion, Catra. People are like, oh, actually, that's the end game. Because, like, there's explicitly romantic tropes and stuff. And I'm like, you know what the tropes are? Do you know what they are? What are they? Being, like, about Scorpion being, like jealous of Catra's ex that she's clearly never going to get over. It's always it's always Scorpio being jealous because Catra will always choose her obsession with Adora over her. And I'm like, that's your tropes? It's going who's to happen. Named, it's end game. So who's named She-Ra? She-Ra's Adora. Okay. That's her, like, title. Okay. Villain Eve is, I just think, people not understanding things. Because, like, no, like, you're right. They're not gonna saunter off into the sunset together. Yeah. Like they're not gonna get married and have children. They will probably have sex. It's it's just people not understanding that not all narratives are the same. Like not everything needs to end the same way for something to end up being canon. Yeah. Like I fully believe that Villain Eve is first of all, I think it's already canon. Villanelle says she masturbates about her. Yeah, like, you know. They've nearly kissed many times. I don't understand. People are, like, crazy. People will call the craziest things queerbaiting. And the craziest things... Like, people being, like, good omens isn't... What was that post that makes me go batshit wild? Oh, was it... Everyone accusing good omens of queerbaiting is really showing that they don't care about any types of queer relationships other than a cis-gay, allosexual, allo-romantic one, huh? Oh, this isn't the post I meant. Oh, oh, right. But this one still drives me absolutely fucking crazy. Yeah, it's calling them queer platonic, (laughs) demi-romantic, queer platonic partners. I meant the post that said in earnest, um, I'm not watching any more of Killing Eve because I don't watch shows that queer bait. I only watch Good Omens now. 
It's like worms for brains. I guess you hate women and also non-white people. I have to. I have to be silent. You it's it's like same brain. same vein. Same vein as one true dynamic. Same vein as one true dynamic being like Villeneuve is not the dynamic because because Villanelle kills people and then being like Good Omens is like whatever perfect gay representation. I'm like yes, Villanelle kills. And I'm like people. yeah, people kill very, people and very woke of Villanelle to kill people. It's good for her. I saw you all going batshit for Hanagram. People try now like they're like oh no I was never into Hanagram. I know you all were. You all like Hanagram. I didn't like Hanagram. I didn't watch it. I was I like, they were like, yeah, he eats people. I was like, absolutely Hannibal not. Is, Hamilton is good representation. He eats people. <laughs> Hannibal the cannibal. That is his name. Oh, God. And Will Graham with the flower crowns on him. That's you know, the biggest thing I remember you know, of the I Hannibal fandom. I was eight years old when I found out that that's you dancing. Okay. Anyway, how would we rate Ineffable Husbands? <laughs> such a dumb name. Such a, can you call Just it like... Call it like Zerophile. Like, grow grow up. (laughs) Call it like. Stop acting like it's not still 2012 and you didn't ship Death Steel because you did. Can we rate 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10. Ship. 10 out, ten out of 10. 10. I'm throwing 10s out like Blanca is taking the floor. I am shouting 10s like I am Billy Porter and I am coming for that Emmy. 10s! Bye, guys. Bye.